It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3361. Today we're going to start our next series of four looks at the Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view collection of short stories. And this one is one of my favorites so far. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So we're continuing a series of looks at short stories in the From a Certain Point of View collection celebrating 40 years of Return of the Jedi. Thea Guanzans, and I hope I've gotten close to the correct pronunciation, Thea's story Dune Sea Songs of Salt and Moonlight is one of the best stories in the collection so far. It's one that doesn't focus on a character that we know from Return of the Jedi. It focuses on a background character who undoubtedly appears somewhere because she's playing diegetic music, music that we hear in the scenes at Jabba's Palace, not part of the Rebo band, but part of other musicians that are playing music at various times. This character is named Jess, and the ties into characters that we're more familiar with include Ula, the dancer who gets dropped into the Rancor pit when she resists Jabba, and there's a beautiful story around you know, her and the day that she finally decides to say no to Jabba, so there's some buildup on that, which is excellently done. And then Bib Fortuna, who keeps calling Jess his desert plum, and she longs for the day when she can pay back Bib on this one. She doesn't get that opportunity necessarily, but she manages to get away from him at the most crucial moment. And we're in full spoiler territory on these story reviews because, you know, it's been out for a while. So the particular moment is that he wanted her on the sail barge with him and she managed to hide and couldn't be found in time. <laughs> so that worked out well. And then also she's there for the capture of Leia Organa, who is hilariously described in moments that we don't see in the movie. For example, even when changed, she is kicking and shoving at Jabba the Hutt on a regular basis and warning him not to touch her or he'll regret it. When she's being led down into the dungeons after being discovered, she is yelling at the Gamorrean guards and saying that she's going to have them on a spit. And the women of the palace are talking about Leia and saying that they had heard that she stood up to Darth Vader without batting an eye and told Governor Tarkin that he smelled bad all in the same day. And as she sees the rescue plan <laughs> unfolding, or at least, you know, the public elements of it, she says, this group doesn't seem all that great at rescuing, which is a wonderfully hilarious commentary on things. So this character Jess is playing a stringed instrument at Jabba's palace and there's a singer named Damaris Veal who seems to have some kind of vision or trances that may be force related, maybe not. One of them is described as 
He's saying like she'd seen beams of red and blue intersecting amid falling snow on a world that ate the sun, which is super evocative. And it's also a perfect description of Kylo Ren and Rey fighting on Starkiller Base in The Force Awakens. There's also a running piece throughout the story where the women are whispering in the dark to each other about how do you kill a hut and considering various ways that it could or could not work. But the real heartbeat of the story is the fact that Jess and this swoop bike racer Altair had a wonderful relationship and he had to go and pursue his career. She made it seem like she was happy for him to go, didn't want her to, or didn't want him to stay, you know, and not be able to pursue his career. He's very successful, but she ends up selling her services as a musician to Jabba to try to get her father out of debt and yeah, uh, there's tragedy that happens and broken hearts and ultimately things work out for the best. And my only complaint about the story was that the ending was just kind of abrupt for me and everything had just been so beautifully told. And I think it's more that I just wanted like a few more lines, a few more paragraphs to be with Altair and Jess at the end of this story and just didn't get it and wanted it. So that was, yeah, my only, my only bummer about it. So that part of the tale weaves in and out of the experience that Jess has while she's working in Jabba's palace. And we eventually get to see the crossover with Return of the Jedi. But this is another one of those stories where the majority of the story that gets told to us does not take place during the events of Return of the Jedi, which is a trend that seems to be going on with this particular story collection that did not work out the same way with the previous two collections. But this story, Dune Sea's Songs of Salt and Moonlight, can't recommend highly enough. Thea Guzan's story, Guazan's story was terrific. And that's going to do it for our conversation about this particular story in the From a Certain Point of View collection from Return of the Jedi. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.